Okay, so hello again. My name is Shadina, and you're listening to Football Drama. So, so sorry for not uploading last week. I was fasting. Um, so my church did a reset week type thing, and the fast originally was no eating or drinking um, other than water from 6 in the morning to 6 p.m., and I was not doing that because I would literally fall out and die. Um, so I decided to give up social media instead for the week, and it was rough at first. I'm not even going to lie. But by like the fourth or fifth day, which is basically the end, I was getting pretty used to it. Um, and I kept going back and forth last week trying to decide on whether or not I wanted to record for the pod. But I was just like, no, nah, I'll just wait until next week because I literally didn't have any topics to talk about. Like I had some, like obviously like Bundesliga, Prem, blah, blah, blah. But like that was really it. And I couldn't go on social media, which literally has everything. Um, so I was just so out of the loop and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste my time. So that's why I had to take that week off. Um, but yeah, I'm here now. And if you've been thinking about, you know, taking a social media break, I definitely recommend it because it was kind of refreshing low key. It will be hard at first though, but you'll get used to it. Another thing I'm worried about now that I think about it is when I'm going to record and upload for the podcast um because i usually like to record on mondays and upload on tuesdays but my mondays are extremely busy like my classes wear me out i get home really late um and by the time i get home i'm just way too tired i just want to eat take a shower and go to bed so i don't think i'll be able to record on mondays um so i'm either going to decide to continue recording on sundays which today is a sunday um, I'm going to upload tomorrow, Monday, hopefully, and or I record on Tuesdays and record and upload on Wednesdays. I can't speak, so I'll see what I want to do, but it kind of sucks. I really liked um, recording on Mondays. You know, I liked having the weekend games go out um, or happen and then I talk about everything at the beginning of the week, but unfortunately, that's not the case because I'm just, my classes are just Ooh, way too much. And speaking of that, I have assignments due tonight or tomorrow. Anyways, let's get into this episode. I don't want this to be too long. I'm not really trying to talk about too much stuff. Um, like, I was going to talk about Bundesliga and Prem. I don't think I'll talk about club football because it is international break. So I'll just keep it cute and keep it short. Um, and also, I want to hold myself accountable and upload an episode this week. So let's get into the footy things now. I've been rambling on for too long. Football appreciation, the first one of the year, is going to Josh Sargent. So he is a U.S. Men's National Team, question mark, and Nord City player. Nord City, if you've been following the Prem or listening to the podcast, they haven't been doing too hot, um, you know, this season. But they did win this game against, I don't remember who, uh, I think two weeks ago now. And I believe they got out of the relegation zone. So back to Josh, though. He scored two really important goals for Norwich. Um, one in the 51st minute and another in the 74th minute. And it was just a good day for him. And it was really, you know, lovely and chef's kiss and low-key iconic how he scored his first goal minutes after the U.S. Men's National Team released a roster for the World Cup qualifying matches that he very much is not a part of. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later. But, yeah, that's really about it. Um, it was really nice to see Josh score his first goal and brace for the team, especially since, you know, it hasn't been too hot for Norwich. And um, to see that his, his two goals helped um, them get out the relegation zone was, was really nice, you know. So 
Um, hopefully he's able to score more goals, you know, hopefully this boosted his confidence. And yeah, that's uh, that's about it. So it's what he deserves. I'm really happy for him again. So yeah, good for you, Joshua. Okay, let's slide into the U.S. Men's National Team now. Uh, again, it is international break. So I guess I'll go over the roster. Sure. I do have like a bunch of notes written out for the game against El Salvador, but I don't think I'm going to go through all of this because I really just type nonsense. <laughs> so I'm probably just going to see like, because obviously I don't type about everything. I just type about like the highlight or take notes of the highlights, but I just have so much stuff and looking at it, it's just kind of like, I'm literally just this is a highlight video, but in words. So I don't think I'm going to go over everything I have written down. But um, let me go over the roster or who got called up, and then we'll move from there. So um, the roster, oh my goodness, they like tweet way too much. Where is this? uh question mark oh here it is okay so the 28 players that were called up for the world cup qualifying matches goalkeepers we have sean johnson gabriel slonina zach stefan and matt turner and i think zach stefan is out i think he has a some back injury or some slight injury that's like causing him discomfort um as for defenders reggie cannon Sergio dest brooks lennon Mark McKenzie, Chris Richards, Anthony Robinson, oh, Miles Robinson, DeAndre Yedlin, and Walker Zimmerman. Midfielders, we have Kellen Acosta, Tyler Adams, Luca De La Torre, Sebastian Legette, Weston McKinney, Eunice Musa, and Christian Rodon. Forwards, we have Brendan Aronson, Paul Ariola, Jesus Ferreira, Jordan Morris, Ricardo Pepe, Christian Pulisic, Tim Weah, and Jaisi Zardes. So, um, those are the guys. Some names should not be here, but we move. Y'all already know something about. Um, I just, whoa. yeah, I'm not getting into that. So yeah, those are the 28 uh, guys that were called up. Um, Greg really does love his MLS players, which there are MLS players that are like really good. Like, let's see. Um, notice how it was crickets when I <laughs> tried to see. Um, like Miles Robinson, I don't think he's been starting the past two games, which he should because he's a really good defender. No, I'm not just saying that because I'm Atlanta United biased, but he is really good. Um, who else? Oh, so, Jesus Ferreira. Well, I mean, the game against Salvador, he could have like a hat trick, but unfortunately, it didn't happen. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to keep it moving. But yeah, I just wish that there there are some other players to replace some of these MLS players, which I'm not trying to hate on MLS guys, but like these are serious games. I need serious business from these guys. And there are, you know, players in MLS who do serious business, but the ones that are called up question mark. But yeah, let's get into the game against El Salvador. Um I don't think yeah that's so nasty of them i'm gonna talk about this later but yeah going through the 
the tweets or their Twitter, because again, I couldn't look at any of their tweets the past week. It's giving very sick what, what they did. Okay, so can I find the roster for this game? Probs not. Probs not. Um, is this a starting lineup? No, some random video. Like, what's the point? Oh, so they did a video. How fancy of them. So the um, starting 11 for the game against El Salvador on Thursday. Matt Turner in goal. Serginio Dest. Walker Zimmerman. Tyler Adams. This is going by way too slow. Anthony Robinson. Eunice Musa. Weston McKinney, Christian Pulisic, Chris Richards, I forgot his name, Jesus Ferreira, Timothy Weah, and that's it. Okay, that was way too slow. But anyways, um, yeah, so that was the game, or that, that was the starting lineup for that game. And let me see. I'm not trying to really, like, I just wrote a bunch of nonsense. It's not really nonsense. It's just kind of like, what's the point of me saying these things verbally when you can just watch the highlight videos? Um, You see, another side note, some of the El Salvador players have great hair, which is true. They did have some really nice hair. Um, mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I'm getting from this first half, it wasn't that bad bad um i put as a top player weston mckinney and i said if i were to give this half a grade i would probably give it a c plus so i didn't give them a b because they did play an exciting first half they had many good chances here and there but they some of the chances were just so they were wasted and it was so frustrating to see they just couldn't deliver um some bad passes here and there um uncertainty as well the defense wasn't too bad surprisingly and they could have given a little bit more in the first half, but it wasn't that bad. So that was the overall view of the first half. Um, in the second half, a goal came in the 50th minute, thanks to Anthony Robinson. Way I got the way I got past a defender, took the shot, blocked it. Beeble be whatever ball gets to Robinson, and he makes um, the finishing touch. One nil. Boom. 54th minute, minutes after that, another close chance for the U.S. Musa with the shot, but the goalkeeper with a nice save to keep it out. Oh, yeah, I remember this. He, like, I don't know, the ball hit his chest, and, like, he quickly kicked it with his left foot, but it just didn't go in. It was a really good save. Um, Is that it? Yeah, that's about it. First sub of the game, pull it out for Brendan Aronson. Um, Robinson definitely looked better in this half. But, um, yeah, more subs in the second half. So, Jesus Ferreira came off for Jaisi's artist, which, crickets. <laughs> Timothy Weah off for Jordan Morris, who hasn't been a part of the team for about, like, four years, which is really surprising. So, that was nice, I guess. Um, and then the 88-minute sub, um, uh, Eunice Musa off for Kevin Costa. And Eunice Musa, he had a really good game. I think he's a really good um, player for the team. Like, he really, like does what he needs to do in the midfield. Um, Weston McKinney with the worrying limp. I need to see if he's starting this game today. 
Um, it looks like it was an issue with his knee. I think like a couple minutes before, um, like towards the end of the game, he was fouled and the knock was a bit tough. Um, my top player for the second half was uh, Anthony Robinson. He surprisingly had maybe like two or three more good chances in the second half, and that was really nice to see. Again, unfortunate that none of them went in. Overall, men in the match, uh, probably Weston McKinney for me. I don't know who the fans voted for, probably him. The grade I would give the second half is a B. Definitely better for the first. Still room for improvement. But regardless, I was proud of the boys and the way they played. I didn't want to like throw up at any moment. So that's good. You know, that's always a plus. I really wish they would have scored more goals. Like one nil. I just feel like this game deserved to be like a cute four nil or something. It was just really unlucky for them at some chances. But regardless, a win is a win. So let's talk about the US Canada game now, which I knew I wasn't gonna be able to watch this game because I was out. Um, so I muted the notifications um, from whatever football app I have. Cause I was like, I don't need to, I just don't want to know anything that's going on with this game. So unfortunately they lost this game. Um, let me see where went wrong with that. Or what went wrong with that game. Um, but first, I want to see the starting 11. And mind you, this was an away game. And y'all know, my teams in away games, crickets. Like, it just never works out. And obviously, especially with, like, international games, um, there's always that, oh, well, you know, the pitch elevation and the this and the that. And I'm just like... Give me a break, you know, but I do. Oh, yeah. Let me let me wait. Let me hold on. Because I need to talk about this, too, because this was crazy. Um, oh, are you serious? That's crazy. I'm so sorry. y'all. Like I'm literally. Yeah. Um, starting 11. That's what I'm from. like, what am I doing right now? And I don't remember what I was talking about, too. I was too distracted. Um, okay, so we have another starting lineup video. This is it's cute, I guess, but it's just a little too slow for me. So Matt Turner in goal. Okay, Sergio Dest, Tyler Adams, Anthony Robinson, Eunice Musa, Weston McKinney. Okay, so the knock wasn't too bad. Jazzy Zardes, which crickets, Christian Pulisic, Brendan Aronson. He has really pretty eyes. Miles Robinson, that's right. I know that's right. Chris Richards, and that's it. So attacking-wise, I just know they were giving crickets up front. <laughs> there is no way that way. Let me see. I need, like, an actual visual of this lineup let me go on my app because there's no way they only had zardes and pulisic up front no way 35 percent possession for canada compared to the u.s is 65 percent and yet mm, it's sick love it's actually seek no like where's the starting 11 i need to see how they were shaped up So they had a, they played a four, three, three. 
Interesting. Is that what they played in the last game? Let's see. Cause y'all know Gregory, he just be he just be doing stuff. They very much did not play a four three three. They've played a four four two. What? Yeah. Okay. So let me find some highlight video. Oh, Timothy Weah. That's who I was talking about. So he did not travel to Canada because of his vaccination. Um, they tweeted, U.S. Men's National Team head coach Greg Berhalter said Tim Way did not travel because of his vaccination, which meets all criteria in France where he plays professionally, but it doesn't meet Canada's entry requirements, which doesn't make I don't understand, like, so I'm just trying to, like, does he not, like, I just, I don't understand this situation, because I'm like, what do you mean he can't answer? So that means he's not fully vaccinated. So he probably only has, like, his first shot, or he's either fully vaccinated but not boosted. But I just, Jesus, like, I just don't, I don't understand why they, and I don't, like, I, uh, we all know I'm not anti-vax, so I don't have an issue, but I'm just, I'm just confused as to why, like, okay, someone posted this picture. Oh, what does it mean to be fully vaccinated in France? People must have two doses of AstraZeneca Pfizer or Moderna vaccines more than one week ago or a single dose of Janssen one month ago. One day, no, one dose of any of these two, what? One dose of any of these three two-dose vaccines is acceptable if someone has COVID, if someone has had COVID-19. I can't read y'all. If the final dose of the vaccine was more than seven months ago, a booster job is mandatory to keep the past vaccine active. So that means Weya only got a single dose, but he probably got COVID, so that's why he didn't get it, his second dose. Because if he's vaccinated, then, uh, so that's probably the case then. Well, regardless, they said he traveled to wherever he traveled to where the next game is going to be. So I guess that's it. Do I think he would have uh, switched things up in the game? Who knows, most likely. But, I mean, you have to respect other countries' rules. So I'm not, you know, going to be like, oh, my goodness, Canada garbage. We're not going to do all that because they already have their own things over there. How, like, there are anti-vaxxers marching and stuff. Like, please, in 2022, let's not do that. Anyways, also Brooks Lennon, I saw he's out um with some injury so i wonder who if they're gonna call someone in which i doubt it at this point they'll probably just keep the players they have um and just put someone in also um what's his name but chris richards got injured in this canada game so perhaps they might need to call someone in but anyways let's go to youtube and find the highlights of this game i'm talking too much which i mean that's the point of the podcast anyway but let's see okay um us mnt versus canada and i'm not gonna lie i was a bit nervous about this game 
One, because Canada hasn't lost like any of their games, which is kind of sick. And two, because it's an away game, which I don't like the away game excuse, but sometimes you just got to bring it up. So do I want to watch the extended highlights or? Sure, let me just speed it up. Let me just speed it up. Um, not quality. Playback speed, 1.25. Who is, what reminder, do my assignments? I know, I need to do my assignments. Um, which is sick. I have three assignments due tomorrow. And I like, pause, we're gonna talk about me for a little bit. I have them all done, like, I just need to add, there's one that, like, she wants it to be 250 words. I have, like, 233, so I need to, like, pull stuff out of my bum to make it about 250 words. There's another one that I just need to, like, make the summary make sense. And then there's another one, which is kind of difficult because I have to, like, figure out who I want to write about for this profile story that we need to do for one of my classes. And, like, we have to choose three people, and I'm just like, who? But the, the funny thing is, or not funny, the blasphemous thing <laughs> if that's the right word for me to use my professor she doesn't want us to use or to like do a profile story on someone that's related to my school like affiliated with my school so I can't do like a student or professor or something like that's so difficult like who do you want me to interview and, like yeah I get that like I can like interview someone around the community and stuff like that but like baby so yeah I need to like I have three people down there's one person who low-key shouldn't be on the list, so I'm trying to see if I can figure out someone else to replace that person. But yeah, it's just kind of annoying. I'm just like, man, what? What? Anyways, let's get back to the game. Okay. So the players are coming out. I'm sure it's cold in Canada. Um, I really hope this is interesting because I'm just going to be talking. All right, six minutes. Yeah. Canada has the ball, and boom, number 17 scores. That's kind of sick. Um, let's see what went wrong. So Matt Turner kicked it, and then the ball got to a Canada player who passed it, and this and that. Yep, defense caught lacking, slipping. Kind of sick. Y'all need to be faster than that, babies. Y'all need to be faster than that. Look at all those fans in the stadium. That's crazy. That's why I hate whenever goalkeepers like kick the ball long instead of just passing it to a teammate, which Matt Turner usually passed it to a teammate. So I'm kind of surprised that he did that. I guess since it was early in the game, he wasn't really too worried about it. <laughs> but yeah, he did go in the right direction, but he was all oh, just a little too late to it. He was really close though, really close. Ninth minute corner kick for the US, Pulisic kicks it, nothing comes out of it. Um, some players get tangled up, okay, 18th minute. Uh-huh, all right, Brendan Aronson to Christian Pulisic and he gives nothing. Which the girlies on Twitter are eating Christian to the bone. Like they are eating him off the bone. And you know what, I can't defend him. There's really nothing I can do um, about it because he hasn't been informed. Like he, like, he, ooh, who got injured? Oh, him, um, or who got fouled? He just, 
hasn't been in the best form. And I don't know what it is. And not them giving him a free kick to take. Oh, Christian. Stick to the corner kicks, babes. Yeah, this game is just so ridiculous. 32nd minute, an actual real chance. Who had that header? So they had a corner kick. Weston with the header. Oh, Canada's goalkeeper got a good save. Why is he wearing capris? That's crazy. Um, but again, with Christian, he's just not been in the best form. And it's kind of sick. But what are you going to do? I don't know what his issue is. I mean, yeah, he hasn't been playing that much at Chelsea. And that's how the first half ended, 1-0. Um, he hasn't been too hot with Chelsea because he hasn't been playing that much. Um, which he did, I think, came out in an interview and talked about it. Did I read it or watch it? No. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, obviously he's going to get minutes with the national team. But it's just kind of like, babes. Go ahead, girl, give us nothing. Because he really, I don't know, like, he has his moments here and there. But I just feel like he's just a little too pressed on, uh, I don't know, going forward. I, I don't really know. But I just feel like he shouldn't feel like he has to have, like, the weight of the team on his shoulders anymore. Because there are a lot of good players on this team. So it's not like how he was, you know, the 18-year-old kid playing with a bunch of 30-year-olds, you know, back in 2017, 2018. That's not like that anymore. You know, he has um, good players, good teammates around him, so he doesn't really have to feel like he has to have all this pressure on his shoulders like he did in the past, you know? Um, so, yeah, I feel like he low-key still thinks that way, but we move. But, yeah, I can't defend him. He, like, the girlies on Twitter, y'all, they are eating him up no crumbs left okay second half now um we move canada has the ball okay just kidding 52nd minute or 57th minute we have a substitute for canada i really oh not me burping excuse me I really like their black kids i just love me i like any team if you have a black kid i'm sorry that's chef kiss like i love a black kid um even if it is a little basic but still okay weston speaking of weston oh who took that chance aronson yeah um brendan with a good chance weston had a really good game against el salvador like he was really eating the girlies up and penalty question mark no penalty um aronson was found in the box but nothing was given which is kind of annoying because var has now been implemented finally and uh, CONCACAF, so just kind of like, what are we doing? Jazzy's artist coming off for Ricardo Pepe, which why wasn't he starting in the first place? Don't piss me off, Gray. Free kick now for Canada, didn't go through. This is all over the place. What was I talking about before this? Weston McKinney. Um, he had a really good game on, um, on Thursday. Ooh, that was not good Canada almost had a second goal Turner saved it but like he didn't hold on to the ball so what is this commercial oh brother this <sighs> what a mess this is um yeah that's crazy well that was like a triple save I know that's right Matt Turner is a really good goalkeeper isn't he at uh, Arsenal now I have to look at transfer news and rumors before I end the episode. So we have more subs. 
Paul Ariel in for Eunice Musa. And we have Reggie Cannon on. Um, Greg really wasn't serious at all. Um, Pepe with the shot. Another Canada sub. Yeah, this is just... Uh, this is just... Uh, uh-huh. McKinney with the cross. Ooh, Ariola with the nice bike kick chance. If that went in, Jesus. That was actually really sick. Stop. If that went in, no, that would have been crazy. Oh my God, no way. And he was so close too. Oh my God, that's sick. All right, you don't have to show me five million times. Okay, 11th, no, 87th minute. We have a yellow card for a Canada player. Um, Kellen Nicosta trying to... Uh-oh. Okay. 90th minute. Extra time. Who's taking these free kicks? Who is... Who, since when did Christian Pulisic take free kicks for the men's national team? Quickly. And now look, boom, second goal, because look at the defense. Three players in the back row. Okay, who is telling Christian Pulisic to take these free kicks? Now, I don't want you to think I'm hating on him and I'm being rude or whatever, but since when has he ever taken free kicks? One, and then now look at this counter. Boom, three defenders. Y'all are too slow. Yeah. And boom, the game ended 2-0. These people are crazy. Yeah, this game, I'm so glad I wasn't able to watch it. Because I think it would have really ruined my day. There's no way. There's no way. What? Make it make sense. So, that... <laughs> That's just... Wow. I just, I have no words. But, yeah, I feel like we are worried about the wrong things, like what Greg Berhalter is wearing on his feet. Um, and I don't even know what to say about this because I didn't watch it from the first minute to the last minute. But looking at the highlights, it just wasn't giving. Like, they're just unlucky. They're just really unlucky in this game. And I don't, I don't know what else to say. They have to win this next game against whoever they play. Like they don't. There's no choice. They have to win every single game. That's home. They don't have a choice. They don't. So the next home game is February second in Minnesota. So they just need to go ahead and do what they need to do. And win that game as well. I don't care if it's an ugly 1-0 win. Um, I'll take it. They need to make sure they get three points at home. Because they, for some reason, can't get it away. And, um, yeah. Like, are they insane? Whatever. Um, how many more games do they have, like, overall? 
I don't know if people are worried about this loss. Greg Berhalter, the performance doesn't hurt. Are you sure about that? I decided to stay. What? Oh, that's Miles Robertson speaking. Berhalter said the decision to start Jazzy's artist at the number nine spot ahead of Jesus Ferreira and Ricardo Pepe was easy given the game's expected physicality. You know, if I speak, I'm going to be in big trouble. Um, I want someone to love me and have as much faith in me like Greg Berhalter does Jazzy's artist. Now, again, I didn't watch his game from point A to point Z, but I just know nothing was given. Because in those highlights, I didn't see a single shot by Jazzy's artist taken or a close shot or a, a juicy enough shot that was worth being put in a highlight video. So let's be serious in the next game, Gregory. He always does this. No, we could have a good game um, at home. And then the second game is away. And he wants to do tomfoolery. Why not just keep the same starting 11 like you had in the previous game? You switch yourself up. Physicality, who cares about that? If you want goals to be scored, this isn't a football game. This is a soccer game. You need goals to be scored. It don't matter about the physicality. Ricardo Pepe... Played in the MLS. So does what's his name? Jesus Ferreira. I'm sure they've been tackled a good a good bunch of times. I'm pretty sure they could have handled this game. Starting Jazzy Zardes. Don't piss me off. Is he stupid or is he dumb? Anyways, enough of that. Um. So yeah, the next game they have is on February second, which is what? Is that a Tuesday? Don't tell me I missed that game too. Oh, it's so a Wednesday. Thanks, Jesus. Because Tuesday, I will not be able to watch anything. Well, I will be, but I'll be busy. Anyways, um, but yeah, that's so annoying. <gasps> Wait, what time is the game on Wednesday? Oh, it's at 7.30. Okay, I'll be able to watch it. Because, y'all, my class is on Wednesday. Don't get me started. That's really, <laughs> that's frustrating. That's actually so frustrating. Um, Is that it? Kellen Acosta. What do I want to talk about Kellen Acosta? Oh, I think there was some transfer thing with Kellen. Um, he's now an LAFC player, if I'm not mistaken. Which I'm kind of just like, I've for the longest time, I've wanted Kellen Acosta to move to Europe. I always want that for American players. I want them to go to Europe as soon as they can. Um, so that, you know, they can get their value up. But, yeah, um, he's no longer the Colorado Rapids. He is playing with screenshot. Oh, here they are. Yeah, so LAFC and Colorado Rapids have reached an agreement for the U.S. Mississippi midfielder. Kellen Acosta up for for up to $1.5 million, blah, 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 da, 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 da. So, uh, someone quote retweeted a tweet. 
saying Rapids were working on an extension with Acosta, but the sides failed to come to terms. After years of European transfer rumors, most of it turned out to be smoke, with the real interest coming from other MLS teams. Kellen Acosta uh, replied to this tweet and said, This narrative is sad. CO, Colorado, pushed me out. They had an offer for me on the table from abroad and ongoing interest and opted to trade me. So, yeah, that was interesting. But if, I mean, I'm sure that's true because if he's talking about it, this boldly, which Kellen is a pretty bold player. So um, I'm not surprised that he tweeted something like this, but I'm just kind of like, man, that really sucks how there was an opportunity for him to go abroad, but they were just like, nah, man, you can go to California. So we'll see if anything changes with this, if he does, you know, get, uh, or if he will ever get the chance to go to Europe. Um, Because, you know, I just want all American players to get a little taste. You know what I'm saying? But that's really all I want to say with that. And then Timothy, we already talked about that. So that's about it. I guess this episode is going to be longer than I thought um, because it's already 30 minutes. So transfer news, um, the transfer window, I think is like done for January uh, or if it's not by tomorrow, it will be. So I need like legit, I need real news. I don't need rumors. I guess I can go on Fabrizio Romano's Twitter. Um, let's see, Fabrizio Romano. Um, I don't need potential. I need real. I don't know who you are, so I'm not gonna. Oh, so Dembele want no. Barcelona and PSG have been in contact today over potential swap deal, but no solution has been found for Usman Dembele. He needs to go, cause it's not like he's doing anything at Barca anyway. Um, and they broke, so they need the money. <laughs> um. Juventus new signing Dennis Zakaria has just landed in Turin. Uh, whoever that is, congrats to you. Olympic Lyon signing Tangua Tangai in Dombele. Wasn't he a Tottenham player? Ooh, I know the Tottenham fans are sick. Um, Brian Jill to Valencia. Whoa, what's going on with the tater tots? It's a straight loan, not including any option to extend for one more season and no buy option clause. I mean, if he wasn't getting a lot of playing time, I can understand that. Because every time I saw this um, Paul McCartney guy, he was always getting subbed in. Um, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang has turned down Al Nasser proposal as he waits. He wants to wait for European clubs. His desire would be to join Barcelona, also reducing his salary. Okay, I I can uh, appreciate that. Um... Can I really see him at Barca? You know, at this point in the football world, you got to get used to anything. Manchester United and Everton have exchanged documents for Donny van de Beek. Van van de Beek? Van de... Oh, whatever. Oh, speaking of Everton, Frank Lampard is a new manager, which we'll see how things go with him for, what are they called, the Toffees? I really thought Van der Beek was going to come to Dortmund, but I guess not. Whatever. Speaking of Dortmund, I heard or I saw this thing that was like if 
um, Nembele were to go out on loan somewhere or to a different club, Dorman will have like 5 million euros or Dorman will get 5 million euros because of that. Because he did cost a lot of money for Barca and what came out of it. Exactly. Um, yeah, this is just a bunch of, a bunch of random stuff. Oh, Dennis Zakaria. Oh, so he used to play for Borussia Mönchengladbach. Well, that's cute. Speaking of Juventus, didn't they sign someone else? Or they're, I don't know why they're in the transfer market because didn't the FBI or the Italian police, the feds literally just raided their offices. I think they need to calm down a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't really see anything else that I'm too interested in. Ah, George Bello, one of my children from Atlanta United, has decided to join Armenia. <gasps> what? Armenia Bielefeld over Bruges. Atlanta United have accepted fresh proposal for two million plus. Significant sell on. Oh, he's going to be playing the Bundesliga. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, okay. Well, good for him. Love that for him. I just knew. I knew one day it was going to happen. I knew it. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Everything else is just the same thing over and over and over again. Fabrizio, what is this? Okay. Yeah, but let me see. Did Matt Turner really go to Arsenal? And I'm just kind of like, as much as I like for American players to go to Arsenal, or me <laughs> to go to Arsenal, to go to Europe, I want them to actually get playing time. I don't want them to ride the bench, babes. And at Arsenal, I think their first goalkeeper is Aaron Ramsdale. I think Burnt Leno is still a thing there, but I don't know. Um, so that's the case, Matt Turner will probably be a third choice, which is kind of like, what? But if Brent Leno is out of the picture, he could be a second choice, you know? Which we'd rather him be first, but Aaron Ramsdale is doing quite well with the team. So, yeah. Oh, um, Callum Chambers is now Aston Villa. Wow, this is crazy. So, yeah, I don't think it's been confirmed, or has it? Whatever, at this point, God bless it. So yeah, that's enough with transfer stuff because this, I, this is just a bunch of random stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm going to stay on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. So let me, hold on. Quick pause, quick pause. Because, actually let me just type this in. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Is that all I have? I'm not talking about the Prim or Bundesliga. World Cup qualifiers. Oh, um, Brazil versus Ecuador. I saw, I got, I get my notifications for the games um, for Brazil because I can't watch their games because I don't have Fubo TV and I'm not paying for it. And I'm also not doing illegal streams because I want to keep my computers virus free. But there was matter of fact let me just find the highlights um there was like a goal by a brazilian player and then a red card and then another red card and then another red card and i was just like babes 
what is going on love so let me see if i can find some quick highlights and the game ended one one that's sick oh extended highlights um let me see oh youtube and their ads are actually really annoying because they give you two ads back to back and they're like 15 seconds and you can't skip them like maybe what are you doing all right all right enough thank you so let's see what went wrong in this game playback speed 1.5 please because i don't have time which i'm not really too worried about brazil um because you know they're brazil coutinho I hope I'm watching the right thing. Okay, yeah, January 27, 2022. Ooh, first goal, or the only goal for Brazil, came in the fifth minute by Casemiro. Uh-huh. Nice little tap-in. Bada-bing, bada-boom. All right, so where did the cards come in? 12th minute... Ah, so the goalkeeper for Ecuador bumped into or clashed with, who's that player? Is that, I think Neymar is injured, so I don't even think he's called up. Uh, whoever number seven is, um, yeah, oh my goodness, kicked them in the chest. That's crazy. I hope he's okay, though. Boop. Red card for Ecuador's goalkeeper. 19th minute. We have a Brazilian player fouling an Ecuador player. And uh, we got a yellow card for him. And a red card. I'm so sorry. I'm like not being Dr. Swift because I can't. I don't recognize a lot of these Brazilian players. <laughs> um, Emerson Royale fouled him. Oh, kick them in his balls. All right, so that's another player out. Allison, this is such a chaotic game. Allison, way too far out of his box. And he... <laughs> so he kicked the player... Or no, he kicked the ball, but as his foot was coming down, his foot hit the player. <laughs> so he got a red card. This is only 25 minutes into the game. VAR had to check. Wow. I just know extra time was crazy for this game. So even after VAR, did the red card stand? Oh, okay. He was only given a yellow. 10 minutes of extra time in the first half. <laughs> or at the end of the first half. That's crazy. I think that's all the yellow cards or the yellow red fiasco. My God, that's insane. Oh, I really wish I could have watched this game. Oh, we have another red card. I mean, bar decision for what? Oh, maybe penalty or no. All right, enough. I'm talking nonsense. All right.
I think that's all I have like for everything footy wise. Uh, I'm getting into football drama now. I have three things I want to talk about. One of them, I didn't even actually look up anything. <laughs> so I'm probably just going to look it up and we'll go from there. But first, I have the U.S. Men's National Team and Draft Sergeant. Now, I don't really know what's going on. Um, I feel like on one hand, people are kind of making it bigger than it seems. And on the other hand, it's kind of like, why would they do this? So as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, Josh Sargent scored two goals for um, North City. And usually whenever a player um, scores for their club team, the national team usually appreciates it. And it's like, oh, you know, go on, ex-player, you know, oh, da 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 um, it was crickets. It was crickets um, when Josh Sargent scored his two goals. And mind you, like I said, maybe like, I don't even know, a cute like 20 minutes maybe after the roster came out, Josh Sargent scored. Um, and it was just crickets. And going back, let me look at their Twitter. I think they still didn't post anything about the goal. Because... Let's see. Oh, I don't even know why I'm scrolling through this Twitter again. They post way too much. January 26th. My God, they tweet a lot. So... Yeah, January 19th. Yeah, I'm looking. So I'm going down as far as I can. Okay, so we have January 17th. Um, They made this thing. I don't think he scored that or scored then. Actually, let's see. Norwich City. As you can see, I'm very unprepared. And it might be this way for a while because... Um, was it this game? Okay, they played against Watford City. This was January 21st. Let's keep that in mind. So January 21st, he scored these two goals. Mind you, January like 18th, Anthony Robinson scored a goal, and they, you know, tweeted about that. Um, James Sands made his debut for Rangers FC. They tweeted about that. They tweeted about Timo uh, playing with his club team. Uh-huh. Blah, 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 blah. My son, Gio Reyna, is finally back. Oh, my goodness. I need to see him play whenever... Um, Not my voice cracking out. Whenever Doran plays again, I need him in that starting lineup. Um, All right. January 21st. They tweeted about Clinton Dempsey, the roster, the games... Uh, they retweeted a picture of Weston. And they tweeted some video with Greg. They tweeted another thing with Greg. They tweeted... And that's it for January 21st. January 22nd, they tweeted, Good morning, it's a great day to support your Americans playing abroad. And looking at this thing... Like, see, they have... Friday, January 21st, because they have like a, a sheet compiled of all the American players and like their games and where to watch. They have Josh Sargent right there. But why didn't they tweet about his goals? 
it's just giving it's nasty low-key and they tweeted about Eunice Musa's goal but it's still giving crickets like they didn't post at all about Josh Sargent's goal so I'm wondering because this can't be like a oh it just it will they just didn't get get to it no there's no way because it's obvious like you have to like obviously there are probably people who are checking on the international players whenever they're at their clubs i know they saw these two goals so why didn't they tweet about it Mm, it's giving nasty loki so that was very nasty of um the u.s men's national team but we move um yeah that's about it i just really i was like it's not like they have beef like i don't recall the U.S. Men's National Team or Greg Berhalter saying they got beef with Josh Sargent. And I don't recall Josh Sargent being like, yeah, I don't like them. I don't think that's the case. So it's kind of like, why didn't they tweet about his goals? Especially with them being like his first goals for the team. Like, what? Anyways, the next thing I have is Presnel Kimbebe. So he plays for PSG. There's this rumor that Presnel Kimbebe, Kimbebe, um had an affair and he cheated on his wife with Kira Hamrawi. Mind you, this is the same lady who has that thing going on talking about my teammate beat me up or um hired hitman to beat me up and blah blah blah. So I don't know what's going on with mamas. I think she needs to go back to Barcelona because it's just looking really nasty for her. Like babes what? And if you look at, I'm not trying to call nobody ugly, but his, Kempepe's wife or his significant other next to Kira, don't make me laugh. Anyways, I I have no words. Men, trash. Speaking of men being trash, um, the last thing I'm going to talk about, trigger warning, domestic violence abuse assault everything uh rape everything so news came out this morning that mason greenwood if you don't know who that is he's an english man um who plays for manchester united he um his ex-girlfriend posted a bunch of pictures videos audios whatever um basically of him like abusing her like he's been abusing her so she posted a picture of like her face um being all bloody beat it beat it up um she tweeted not tweeted she posted videos of like her bruises on her body and she uploaded a um, an audio of him basically saying, like, asking for sex. And she was like, no, I'm not having sex with you. And he was like, well, I'm going to do it regardless. So, rape. Um, it was overall giving nasty. So, um, y'all know the deal. Mason Greenwood, go to jail. And I hope you have a lovely time there. Um, a lot of the people on Twitter were really showing their bums and it was really annoying to see people saying that oh Greenwood ruined his career or oh his girlfriend which I think her name is Harriet something oh she ruined his career 
or oh he was such he's such a talented youngster why would he y'all are missing the point who cares about his career y'all are missing the point that he's literally an abuser do y'all not see these videos these pictures this stacked evidence against this man and yeah y'all want to be like oh his career is ruined Y'all are completely ignoring the fact that he's an abuser. He abused this girl. What are y'all talking about? Like, it just was so frustrating seeing people talk foolish. Like, do you guys... And I feel like people don't take women... I mean, people never take women seriously. But I feel like people don't acknowledge women as like human beings until it's someone in their personal lives. Like people always have to bring up the, oh, well, what if it was your mom or what if it was your sister or what if it was, and I'm just like, I I just don't understand why it takes for someone to be, a woman to be like related to you for you to actually care about women. And I'm just kind of like, you guys don't take women, like you guys don't respect women at all, especially when it comes to cases like these, because even with all these pictures and videos, I just know there are tons of people being like innocent to proven guilty or, you know, you, we can't believe this 100%. Are y'all stupid or are you dumb? quickly so i just don't understand and if you look at the timestamps on these uh proof of evidence like on the audio thing that was from like 2019 i mean 2021 so that was last year and the fact that she had to record it just shows me that that wasn't his first time that he's been like verbally abusing her or like asking for sex and and this and that so you Peanut-sized brain men who are always trying to defend someone, uh, especially a footballer who ha- knows n- you know nothing about them. They don't know anything about you. They don't know you personally, and yet y'all are capping. I don't. It's capping with the right. Y'all are going so hard for these people, and I'm just like y'all really y'all don't really know anybody. Like you don't know these footballers, and it's kind of sick that like. People can idolize, you know, soccer players, but sometimes it gives just a little too much because when they do do something nasty, it's kind of like, oh, well, I thought he was a good guy or, oh, I thought they were a good person. It's kind of sick. I'm just like, then stop having so much faith in footballers, especially male footballers, because at the end of the day, they're still a man and men are trash. So it's just kind of just people are weird with that. And then I saw some tweets of um people comparing oh let me before i even get into that let me talk about uh, manchester united so they released a statement um we are aware of images and allegations circulating on social media we will not make any further comment until the facts have been established which what manchester united does not condone violence of any kind um and they also i think like he said that he won't be able to travel or play or train with them. Like, he's basically been suspended from the team, blah, 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 blah. And I think he's been arrested. 
um so period but I think it's interesting how um Manchester United does not condone condone violence of any kind and yet they signed um Cristiano Ronaldo you know there's a lot of irony with the situation because I'm seeing a lot of people on Twitter um talking about like oh Mason Greenwood is sick oh he's nasty oh what a disgusting player yet they have Cristiano Ronaldo in their avi or um I saw a lot of people being like, oh, um, Luke Shaw, David De Gea, Cristiano Ronaldo unfollowed Mason Greenwood on Instagram. And I'm just like, do y'all not, Cristiano Ronaldo literally, like, are y'all dumb or are y'all stupid? I just don't understand why we, people pick and choose who they want to cancel. Um, because, like, Cristiano Ronaldo literally cannot enter the United States of America because of what he did and yet y'all are like oh my goat would never but he did so what are y'all talking about and back to the mason mount thing which mason mount has nothing to do with this and i don't understand why people were bringing him up so these tweets were like oh while mason mount is fighting for trophies mason greenwood is fighting women or while mason mount is helping young girls achieve their aim in football and other Mason Greenwood beating up ladies, something, something. And I'm like, are y'all stupid? Mason, Mason Mount aside, I'm sure Mason Mount is a lovely man. I would love to meet him one day, maybe go on a date, um, you know, get some dinner with him, you know, chat it up. He seems like a really nice guy. Um, comparing people Comparing athletes at a time like this, worms for brains, really. You can't possibly tell me that you read the news or these people read the news and was like, oh, Mason Greenwood beat up his girlfriend, he this and that. Yeah, let me make a tweet about how Mason Mount is the better Mason and how Mason Mount is the better or my midfielder would never, my Mason would never. Are y'all stupid? Now is not the time to bring up rivalries now is not the time to bring up how oh you know my my young star is better than your young star at least my young star doesn't do this are y'all serious this is why women don't come out and say anything about anything because they know that in the day y'all gonna make jokes about this stuff and one of the persons who made a tweet or one of the people who made the tweet is a whole woman like are you stupid make it make sense and um, I saw this tweet, again, nothing against Mason Mount. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. I just don't understand why people were just bringing him in. Or I'm pretty sure there are other footballers that they were bringing in saying, oh, at least my player doesn't do this. Like, y'all have got to be quiet. I've got to be quiet. Like, really, not, not, not now. Now is not the time. Um, and Harriet's father uh, came out with a statement and it says or he said she has told us her phone has been hacked we told her to take it down which she has done but it's out there now so it is too late she is devastated because she didn't want it released we have known him since under since the under 21s he has been a part of our family for two or three years their relationship has not been good for the last few months she is completely devastated by it all they were very much in love and have been together for a while the police are dealing with it now what do you I don't get I don't get this at all. Um 
of course, even if she were to delete it, which which again, she did delete it. The internet is forever, babes. And people are with the quickness when it comes to stuff like this. So it's everywhere now and as it should be. Because you mean to tell me that your daughter posted this stuff on social media and yeah, and I don't, the the phone being hacked thing, I don't even know if I want to believe that because you don't just hack into someone's phone and post stuff like that. Like you, I'm sure someone would actually, she would have to like tell someone and like be like, I have evidence of this in my phone and that happened. But I just don't understand why her dad would say something like this. Their relationship has not been good for the last few months. Yeah, we could tell, babes, because he was beaten. <laughs> oh, my God. He was rocking her. What do you mean? I just. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about this. Yeah, no, like I'm scrolling through the I'm scrolling through the what's it called? I'm scrolling through the replies and someone was like, post a full ting, man. And at the beginning, it says the first thing we knew about this at 6 a.m. this morning it is dreadful. It is dreadful. I'm just coming to terms with it all. As a father, you don't want to know things like that happening to your daughter. The police have found have been round and she has made a statement to them. And that's when it starts that she has told us. I mean, that still doesn't change the fact that you're telling your you're telling your daughter to delete this stuff because what are you talking about like i i don't know what what this person is saying post the full thing because it doesn't change anything people are weird y'all people are so weird I don't, I don't know, but at the end of the day, um, I hope that Harriet is um, healing and coping with this traumatic stuff because I'm just sick to my stomach, um, and I really hope that she gets the justice that she deserves because these um, pictures and stuff made my stomach turn like upside down it was disgusting to see um and so i really am glad like i don't believe the whole hacking stuff because i don't think she was hacked um if she was okay if not either way it was good that this stuff came out period because it's disgusting that these athletes, male athletes, let me be specific, because let a female athlete do something and they're canceled forever. Um, but when it comes to male athletes and stuff like this, they're never they're like they're never held accountable for their actions. And I'm just kind of like, are y'all dumb? And that's why these footballers continue to do stuff like this. They continue to be garbage to their partners. They continue to abuse their partners, whether it's verbally, physically, or constantly cheat on them all the time because they, they feel like they have some kind of power now that they're making a little bit of money and they have a little bit of fame because they can kick a ball around um, and you know they have some skill doing it. No love, no. So people at the end of the day need to remember 
that these footballers are human beings and human beings are disgusting and awful. Some are good, but at the end of the day, we need to remember that these footballers are not all peaches and cream and that they're not all sweet butterfly lollipops and flowers. That's no, no. Because whenever stuff like this does come out, people want to be shocked. <laughs> like it just doesn't make sense so again mason greenwood i hope the news is true that he got arrested i'm sure more news will come out of this um or will come out about this and i hope he did get arrested and i hope he stays in jail and gets to sit in there for a good bit because i think a couple weeks ago what's his name benjamin mindy got out on bail which can we be serious for once like i just these male footballers will never get held accountable for anything. Literally, men never get held accountable for anything. And it's just so annoying, especially if they have a little bit of fame to their name. Oh, my God, it's just so sick. Like, why? Why? Can they not just sit in a jail cell for a little bit? And there's this tweet, and, oh, I can't find it. But actually, let me see. Let me see if I can find it. This is long anyway, so. Um, oh, yeah. So, Boateng, remember his situation. He punched his partner, um, bit her on the head, threw a glass at her, was found guilty, but he's still playing football in France. Um, Marcus Alonso killed a woman, drunk driving. Mindy was arrested for rape and was bailed. Then he abused more women while out on bail. Ronaldo and his accusations, nobody cares. Giggs, whoever that is, headbutted a woman and was given a box in the hero's welcome at Old Trafford. So I'm just kind of like, you know, uh, what can you say? Am I going to be surprised if if the news come out that um, Mason Greenwood, you know, paid a $2 million fine and he's goody? No, I would not be surprised because that's just how it is for men. So we'll see uh, how everything turns out with this. But I really do want that girl. Like, she deserves justice. Like, is what? After those things. And I don't want to hear, like, I don't want there to be anybody being like, oh, like, there's not enough proof or evidence. Those pictures and videos that she posted, that's more than enough evidence for me. So I don't, I really hope to God that there's no excuse about there being not enough like evidence or something because that would actually like, that would be a lie from the pits of hell. So yeah, I just, again, prayers for Miss Harriet. Um, uh, jail time for Mason Greenwood because that's sick disgusting like if y'all heard the audio like i'm sure like you can literally just go on twitter and find everything the audio i'm just kind of like what do you mean telling her to like shut up and this and that and she literally is like i don't want to have sex and he's just like but I don't have sex. like just go be a dickhead and go cheat on her or something if you want it i just don't understand like why oh you know what no words. Men are trash. Mason Greenwood, please rot in rot in hell. Like just the pits of hell, just burn and ash. Like ew, these men are disgusting. Disgusting, I say. 
And I'm just like, nothing's going to come out of it. I hope that's not the case. He better get punished. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you literally cannot, like, you, y'all, you cannot justify this. And people are talking about some, oh, um, we, there's two sides of the stories. Are y'all, st- <laughs> all right, I'm done. I'm actually done. I am done um so sorry for ending off uh, the episode with the heavy topic but this literally just came out today and i was gonna talk about it obviously and it's just like it's sick it's disgusting so um again i hope that harriet and you know is doing well and that she's safe and she's healing and i hope that mason greenwood is rotting and um never gets to see a football pitch again love so yeah that is all for today's episode thank you so much for listening so sorry it was long i was really not trying to make this long but i just got too into the u.s men's national team so yeah um i will see you guys next episode i'm missing a whole thing oh you can follow social media or you can follow football drama on social media at football's drama on instagram and twitter uh, please follow the twitter oh my goodness like i literally have two followers and one of them is me which I don't even mean tweeting on there anyway, but still, it's so hard getting followers on Twitter. But anyways, um, yeah, leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Good reviews. Don't give no bad reviews. I don't want it. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah, hope you have a good week this week. And um, yeah, that's really about it. <sighs> stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. That's it. Bye, guys.